بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله الذي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الرحم وأكرمني بنور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علمك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين we continue our discussion about divine justice based on the book with the same title by Ayatollah Mutahari and we reached the ninth section which was about the good actions of non-Muslims and we mentioned there are different views In this part, Ayatollah Mutahari says, there are some people who are very open-minded, but too much. And there are people who are short-sighted or close-minded. And there is a balanced position. Those who are too much open-minded and kind of liberal, they bring a rational or intellectual argument to say that whether you have Iman or not, it doesn't make difference. Your good actions are accepted. They also bring sometimes verses of the Quran to argue that whether someone has Iman or not, his actions are accepted. First, we start with their rational or intellectual argument. They say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has equal relation <coughs> with all beings, with all times with all spaces and places. He is in the east, he is in the west, he is with all nations. It's not possible to think that he has a relation with some people which is not available to other people. Therefore, if someone does something good no matter where he lives when he lives which nation he belongs to Allah would accept there is no kind of discrimination or bias the second premise is that good action and bad action are different in their nature. Good action is good action, no matter who is doing it, where and when. Muslim, non-Muslim, believer, non-believer. If they do good action, it's good action. So, if you put these two together, any person can do good action, and Allah has a relation which is equal to every person. So, 
Whoever does good, Allah would accept. Whoever does bad, Allah would not accept. There is no difference between mu'min and kafir. Okay? The second argument is Quranic. They bring verses of the Quran that criticize some faith communities. For example, some of the Jewish people, or some of the people of the book, or even Muslims. It can be any faith community who thought that there is a special treatment for them, there's a special privilege for them. Only their good actions would be accepted, or only other people would be punished for their sins and bad actions and crimes. They are exempted. So they thought they have a special deal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, in Surah Baqarah, verses 80 to 82, we have أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقالوا لن تمسنا النار إلا أياما معدودة They said fire is not going to touch us except for a few days so means either we will not be put into fire or even if we go for a few days we go to fire will be for a few days for a short period of time Okay, ayyaman ma'duda is very short period of time for a few days. Qul attakhattum indallahi ahdam falan yukhlifallahu ahdam. Tell them, have you got a promise from God and you know that Allah is going to keep his promise? Am ta'uluna ala Allah ma la ta'alamun. Or you are attributing to Allah what you don't know. بَلَا مَنْ كَسَبَ سَيِّعَةً وَأَحَاطَدْ بِهِ خَطِيعَتُهُ فَأُولَٰئِكَ أَصْحَابُ النَّارِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ Whoever gains or does something bad and is surrounded by his bad things is not one sin. Is too many scenes surrounding him. Ahatat bihi khatiyatuhu. Yeah. These people are people of fire, and they will be there forever. Waladina amanu amilu salihat. Those who have faith and do righteous deeds, they are the people of Jannah. Hum fiha khalid. So, this ayah is criticizing those followers of a particular faith who thought that they are not going to be treated like other people. They have a special arrangement. Or for example, Surah Ali Imran verses 24 and 25. Their fabrications and lies deceived them. You know, sometimes your own, your own lies 
deceive you. I think it was in Akhlaq lectures that once I explained that those who tell lies, their own lies deceive them. What would be their condition when we bring them together for the day that there is no doubt in it? And every soul will be fully given what has acquired and they will not be dealt with in an unjust way. Or the Quran refers to not only Jewish people, some Jewish people, also to some Jewish and some Christians of the time of the Prophet in Arab Peninsula. They had this idea. Maybe this was not a universal idea among all the Christians or the Jews, but some people had this idea. You find this in Surah Baqarah verses 111 and 112. وَقَالُوا لَنْ يَدْخُلَ الْجَنَّةَ إِلَّا مَنْ كَانَ هُودًا أو نَصَارًا They said, no one will enter heaven unless he is a Jew or Christian. Perhaps it means that those who were Jews in that place, they used to say only Jews go and Christians say only Christians go. But as a kind of compound consensus, no one other than Jew and Christian go. Yeah? So there was an agreement between them that no one other than us go to heaven. But then among themselves, they had differences. If you are truthful, bring your proof. This ayah is very important in the discussion about unity of God and unity in God. We have mentioned this ayah and ayah similar to this. The main thing is this, man aslama wajihahu lillah, whoever submits his face to God, is submissive, and he does good deeds. You cannot submit your face to God and do bad things or do nothing. A sign of being faithful is that you do good. If someone says, I am faithful, but he doesn't do any good to people, it's not accepted. Okay? So we have to test ourselves. How much we benefit people? How much we help? How much our presence, how much our speech, how much our work, how much our interactions improve lives of people? It's a sign of Iman. You can help. Man aslama wajhahu lillahi wa huwa muhsin. The benefactor. Fallahu ajruhu inda rabbihi. He has his reward near his Lord. Because ajr 
is not from dunya. Yeah? Ajr is from malakut and ajr is in the law. You remember in Quranic studies we talked about alam indiyat, nearness to God. We said there are certain things that are near God. One is ajr, one is ilm. Innama al-ilmu inda Allah. Wala khawfun alayhim wala hum yahzanun. There is no fear upon them. What does it mean? It doesn't mean they don't have fear. It means there is no need to have fear. But they are possibly very fearful because they don't know that they are in this condition. Yeah? But actually, awliya Allah might be very fearful in the sense that they have got fearing. Yeah? Allah is telling them, no worry, but they say this is for awliya Allah. We are not awliya Allah. <laughs> I don't think anyone who is awliya Allah thinks that he is awliya Allah. Yes? And they don't have any grief. So this is about refuting the idea that heaven is given exclusively to the two communities of faith. Then the next ayah is about rejecting ideas of some Muslims. Some Muslims also have this idea. Quran says, لَيْسَ بِأَمَانِيَّكُمْ وَلَا أَمَانِيَّ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ It's neither a matter of your wishes or wishes of the people of the book. You cannot go to heaven by wishing and dreaming. Yes? Yes, by dreaming you can go to heaven in your dream, <laughs> not in reality. There must be a reality for going to heaven in reality. Man ya'mal su'an yujzabih. This is a general universal rule. No matter you are Muslim or not. Believe it or not. Man ya'mal su'an yujzabih. Whoever does something bad will be uh, given it's due uh, penalty. And he would not find other than Allah any guardian or helper. And whoever does righteous deeds, whether it's man or woman, while he or she is faithful, they will enter heaven and they will not be uh, dealt with with injustice even to the slightest. So this moment means um, anyone who believes in God. We will talk about that uh, later. But at this time, the question is, they want to argue that there is no special deal for any people. We are talking about the argument of those who are very kind of liberal and 
too much open-minded. They say any person who does something good would be accepted. Okay? Whether their argument is valid or not, we will talk about it. Their reason for bringing this ayat is to refute the idea of those faith communities who thought they have monopoly and speciality. Also, they bring these verses which confirm that any good action is taken into account and is rewarded. Any good action, no matter who has done it. Well, it's from those who believe. No. Non no. No, 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 we are moving to the next set. So, for example, in Surah Zelzal, verses 7 and 8, the way they argue, we are still mentioning their arguments, yeah? Some of their points may be valid, maybe not valid, but as, uh, still I'm not judging, I'm just reporting according to the book. Whoever does a little good thing, a particle of good, will see it. And whoever does a little bad thing, will see it. You don't see any condition. If he's a Muslim, he would see the good. But if he's not a Muslim, doesn't see the good. He would only see bad. It's for everyone. Or in Surah Tawbah, verse 120. Truly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not ignore, would not overlook, would not waste the reward of those who do good, the benefactors. Muhsanin doesn't say they have to be mu'min or not. Any person who does ihsan, yeah? For example, Quran says, So anyone who does ihsan to his walidain, yeah? This ayah includes, إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُضِيُّ عَجْرَ الْمُحْسَنِ or inna la nudhi'u ajra man ahsana amala Surah Kahf verse 30 Truly we would not waste or ignore the reward of those who do something good Ayatollah uh, Mutahari mentioned something uh, very useful also for you because you study fiqh and usul As you remember uh, in usul al-fiqh we had discussion about taxis, arm and khas, and even sometimes uh, we said that umamin ammin illa waqad khussa. There are so many exclusions that maybe there is no general rule unless it is modified. But that was a kind of exaggeration. There are certain Umumat, certain general things that they don't admit, they don't accept taxis. Sometimes arm has such a nature 
that would not admit or accept taxis. You say, Ba'dul umumat ta'ba al-taxis or abiyatun al-taxis. They refuse to be modified. For example, if something is aqli, when we say, Qa'idatu qubh al-aqab bila bayan. Can someone bring a taxis to this? Ayatollah Mutahari says, these ayat which says anyone who does something good, anyone who does ihsan would be receiving his reward, doesn't accept taxis. You cannot say there's a condition for it that it has to be mu'man. Because Quran wants to say ihsan is taken into account by Allah subhanahu wa Ihsan is appreciated. You cannot say then, no, there is a taxis for this, not every ihsan. You understand? The next ayah that they mention to support their claim is the famous ayah, Surah Ma'idah, verse 69. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim. Inna al-ladheena amanu wal-ladheena haadu wal-nas-sabi'oon wal-nasara man amana billah wal-yawm al-akhir wa'amilla salihan fala khawfun alayhim walahum yahzamun Those who have faith and the Jews and the Sabaites and the Christians whoever believes in God and the hereafter and does righteous deeds there is no fear upon them and they will not grieve they say, you should have faith in God. You should do righteous deeds and should have faith also in the hereafter. But it doesn't mention to be Muslim or Christian or Jew. And also he says, some people have gone further and said, prophets have come to bring justice and benevolence. In Allah ya'mur bil they say what we need is Adl and Ihsan. But how you are going to bring Adl and Ihsan, whether you are Mu'min or not, that is a prerequisite, that's a preparatory thing. For example, you are thirsty, you need water, I bring you water. Don't keep asking me, where did you find this water? How did you bring this water? Whom did you see on your way here? Take water and drink. Take the ultimate end and leave the prerequisites and preparatory things. Okay? So... This is one group of people. And as you see, they want to say, the main thing is that you do good. The rest is not important. Make sure that you do something good. Then there are people that Ayatollah Mutahari says, they are sakhdir. Sakhdir means they are very tough and rigid and they are not easily pleased and satisfied. Yeah? The first group were very open, too much open. These people are very closed. 
These people say, if you are not a Muslim and you are kafir, your actions are not accepted. And also, among Muslims, if you are not a Shia, you are not accepted. Your actions are not. Maybe also some Sunnis say, if you are not a Sunni, your actions are not accepted. So, these are very much narrowing down the space. Okay? Like previous group that had intellectual argument, and they had arguments from Quran and Hadith, they also have both types of arguments. Their dalila agli, their intellectual argument is, if Allah is going to accept amal, good deeds from Muslims and non-Muslims, and then among Muslims from Sunni and Shia, they say, then what's the point of having Islam? Or what's the point of among Muslims to be living Imams and be Shia? This is what they say. You know? They say, either you say faith is not important, or you have to say actions of people who have no faith is not accepted. Okay? The second is they bring some verses and some hadith. For example, they bring verses of the Quran which says the deeds of kuffar are void. For example, Surat Ibrahim verse 18. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم مثل الذين كفروا بربهم أعمالهم كرماد اشتدت به الريح في يوم عاصف لا يقدرون مما كسبوا على شيء ذلك هو الضلال البعيد الله says the example of كفار but إن شاء الله we will explain and we have been explaining many times Quran, when he says kafir, he, here means kufrul juhud, those who know and deny. But these people want to say any non-Muslim is kafir. Okay? Their actions is like what? Is like ashes. You have ashes and there is strong wind that will take away all these ashes. Nothing remains. They cannot keep any of the things that they have done. Or in Surah Nur verse 39 <clears throat> the actions are sorry uh, Ibrahim 18 we said yeah, it should be new, yeah. Verse 39. Verse 39. Verse 39. Verse 39. Verse 39. Verse 
with mirage. You say mirage? Sarab means you see, for example, in summer when you are especially very thirsty, you see in horizon water. But that is not reality, that's just illusion. It's a mirage. So their actions from distance looks great. But when you go near, it's empty, it's void. Or it's full of darkness. Darkness over darkness. So they say, look, these verses explain the value of the amal, the deeds of kuffar. They say. What about non-Shia? Muslims. They bring some hadith. There are many hadith. For example, in Kitab al Iman wal Kufr, and also Kitab al Hujjah in Kafi, and also in Wasail al Shia, Mustadak al Wasail. There are many hadith that mentions Vilaya as a condition. And for example, Imam Baqar is quoted as saying to Muhammad ibn Muslim, who was one of the great companions of Imam, that if someone does all the ibadah, hires himself with ibadah, but doesn't believe in the Imam that Allah has appointed for him, his actions would not be accepted. So they say, if you are not a Shia, your actions are not accepted. And then, Ayatollah Mutahari says, they may even go further. And they say, the actions of non-Shia are not accepted. And the sins of Shia are forgiven automatically. <laughs> because they say, if you have Iman, it's enough. Iman is, you know, there was a group called Murja'a, Murja'ites. Murjaites had the idea that the main thing is Iman and actions are not bothering, you know, we shouldn't bother about actions. Okay? Even Bani Umayyah used to promote this idea because it leads to, you know, laziness and losing taqwa. So, Ayatollah Mutai says, unfortunately, this idea of the Murja'ah has affected some Shia. And they believe that if you have Iman and Wilaya, you will not be affected by sins. And he has a very strong statement here. He says, Badbachtane. I read these two sentences. He says, Badbachtane dar aasar akhir. Unfortunately, in recent centuries, فكر المرجع در لباس دیگر در میان عوام شیعه نفوذ کرده است. The idea of the murjaites in another dress has penetrated in lay people, some you know, Shia masses, some. 
گروهی از عوام شیعه صرفا انتصاب ظاهری به امیر المؤمنین را برای نجات کافی می شوند Some of these عوام they think just superficial connection to امیر المؤمنین is enough for salvation و این فکر عامل اساسی بیچارگی شیعه در اصل اخیر به شما میرود and this thought this way of thinking is a major factor for bad condition of Shia in this age بیچارگی how can you translate literally yes what means bad condition terrible condition poor state yes poor state for you okay and then he mentions also the idea of some people not all Sufis some Sufis who also say if you have clean heart then you can do everything don't worry just have clean heart if you have clean heart you can say your salat or don't say salat you can fast or don't fast. but make sure that your heart remains clean some Sufis also have not all but some have this problem what is the meaning of clean heart according to them? Pardon? what is the meaning of clean heart according to them? Means don't wish bad for people try to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be a loving person compassionate people but uh, On the other hand, there were a group of people, you know, like Khawarij, quite opposite to Murja. They used to say, if you commit sin, you are kafir. Murja says, Iman is important, no action. Yeah, action is not important that much. Some people used to say, even by committing sin, you lose your Iman. Murtakebul Kabira. You remember in Kalam we had this discussion and then how Mu'tazilites came by saying that it's manzilatun bainal manzilatain. Now we have to see which of these are correct, if any. Maybe uh, neither the first group nor the second group are right. How much memory you have on flash? Half an hour. Half an hour, okay. So, we are going, inshallah, to discuss three issues. First, if someone lacks Iman, either in Usul al-Din or Usul al-Madhab, are his actions going to be accepted or not? Or let me f first put another question. Is he going to be punished or not? First, let us start with this question. If someone doesn't believe in Usul al-Din, we say three, Tawheed, Nubuwa, Ma'ad are principles of religion, yeah? Or 
خلاص امامه عن عدل which is اصول المذهب if someone doesn't believe in any of these five or all of them is he going to be punished or he might be not punished this first question second question is faith a condition for acceptance of actions if you have good actions you build hospital you feed poor people is iman a condition for accepting or not can we say good actions of non-muslims and non-shia is not accepted the third question if you have done something good and then you become kafir or you deny would this demolish your good actions if you remember in baba hadi ash we had discussion about ihbat or in amud shaqaid theological instructions about ihbat la in ashrakta la yahbatanna amaluk wa la takunanna min al khasirin you remember we had this discussion so are people who lack iman going to be punished this is one question are the good deeds of people who have no iman going to be accepted or not third is kuf or denial causing drop of your good actions they demolish your good actions or not so first ayatollah mutahari has a discussion about kufr and about how allah is going to judge about kuffar he says there is no doubt that we have two type of kufr sometimes kufr is a kind of a stubbornness a kind of insistence on false position while you know the truth yeah you insist on the false position and sometimes kufr is a matter of not knowing you don't believe because you don't know so either you don't believe because you don't want or you don't believe because you don't know if you know and don't want this is kufr al-juhud jahadu biha wa staykanatha anfusuhum zulman wa hulufan allah says there are people who denied allah's signs and verses communication jahadu biha means bi ayatillah why they were certain out of injustice and arrogance we call this kufrul juhud means a kind of insistence on not believing but there are people who don't know they are excused we call them jahil qasir yeah they have no access to the truth it's not that they don't want to believe but they don't have access to the truth in order to explain this further why we believe that there is a special treatment for each of these they don't 
receive the same treatment. leads to questioning and maybe punishment. I say maybe because we don't know what will be the end of that person. Maybe in the end he believes, or it's up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he deserves questioning. But the one who doesn't know, he would be excused. In order to explain this, he mentions some points about the idea of submission or refusing to submit. Taslim va'inad. Very beautiful discussion. I told you before and I repeat this book is one of the best books of Ayatollah Mutahari and perhaps one of the best books in a century. Really, I am not exaggerating. You must read this book, you know, line by line. Very beautiful. Lots of beautiful points are here. So, about submission. You remember we had this ayah in some of our lectures before, not about this book, Akhlaq and other places, that Ibrahim made a beautiful dua. He said, Rabbila tukhzani yawma yub'athun yawma la yanfa'u malun wa la banun illa man atallaha biqalbin salim My Lord, please do not disgrace me on the day of resurrection, the day neither money nor children would benefit except those who come with pure heart. Qalb salim So, Qalb salim Salim comes from Silm. Silm means peace and health. Salim means it's healthy, it's pure, it's submissive to the truth. So for this reason, he tries talking about submission, taslim. He says there are three types of taslim. Very beautiful. Sometimes people submit to something or someone or a group with their body, okay? They give in, but physically. For example, imagine two people are fighting, one side realizes that cannot win. He says, okay, I give in. This is only physical submission. In his heart, he hates the other person. <laughs> yeah? And maybe even looks for an opportunity to kill the other person. This kind of taslim is not a real taslim. It's just physical, superficial taslim. Okay? But sometimes is taslim submission by aql. And this is when you are convinced 
when you know the truth. Submission with body, which is because of force, would not lead to submission in mind. For example, if you disagree with me, I cannot take a gun and convince you. I say, are you convinced now? Ayatollah says, if, for example, a student doesn't understand some problems in geometry, for example, the total of the angles of a triangle is 180 degrees, if he doesn't understand that, teacher cannot beat him and say, you must understand this. He cannot understand by force. Okay? And I sometimes also say, not only physical force, but also emotional force. If you put someone under emotional force, or, you know, humiliate people, or offend them, or swear at them, this would not lead to understanding. Yeah? If you want to convince someone, you should be respectful, and you should help him be not under emotional pressure, so that can understand. The third is... Taslim by heart, not only mind, because sometimes you know something and your mind is at peace, but your heart is still showing enmity. Okay? For example, sometimes two people have debate or discussion, or maybe two students do mubahasa. And one party knows the other party is right. He knows, but one doesn't want to accept. Doesn't want to submit. Yeah? Ghazali says one of the bad things is to have debate in front of people. Because when you have debate in front of people, then it will be very difficult for you to acknowledge that you are wrong. Yeah? So if you want to discuss... Don't discuss it in front of other people. Unless you are such a person that even in front of millions of people you can say, I made a mistake. Mm -hmm. But most of people are not like that. So, submission by heart is the most important. Shaitan was, according to the Quran, kafir. Did Shaitan lack submission by body? No. By mind? No. It, he lacked submission by heart. Because even in his mind, he was aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He knew that Allah is the creator. Which ayah shows that he knew that Allah is creator? <laughs> even not only he knew about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even he knew about awliyaullah. For example, he said, فَبِعِزَّتِكَ لَأُغْوِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ إِلَّا عِبَادَكَ مِّنْهُمُ الْمُخْلَصِينَ 
So even he knew that some human beings are purified. They are infallible. They are very pure. Yeah? He believed in the day of resurrection. So he had all this information and he had faith in them, theoretically. But the problem was, there was no submission in heart. So what saves someone from kuf? Submission in heart. Okay? Then, he says, we have two types of Islam, real Islam and geographical Islam. Real Islam is something that you have achieved it. You have studied, you have reflected. You have understood the truth and submitted your mind and heart to the truth. But geographical Islam or inherited Islam is that you are born to a Muslim country or Muslim, you know, community, culture. But you are not really submissive. And also to come someone who is like you but born into a non Believers, you know, unbelievers, for example, community. You are not that much different. It's just a test for you. A kind of blessing that is at the same time a test. So, he says, a geographical or inherited Islam is not that important. What is really important is real Islam. And that is when in your heart you are submissive to the truth. You have opened your truth, uh, your heart to the truth to accept what is true. You have made some research to find the truth. So, if someone is open to the truth, and accepts the truth, but for some reason has not yet found the truth. Okay? He is excused. And he is not going to be punished. Ayatollah Mutahari says, This ayah in the Quran, which ulama use for can also help here. Rasulah, Surah Isra, verse 15. We are not punishing. But there is a beauty in this ayah. It doesn't say, Wala It says, Means we are not such people that we punish unless we send a messenger. So even Allah would not say, Agl is enough. By your agl, you should understand. Although you can understand by agl, you know, and fitra that there is God. And, but still, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we don't punish unless we complete the proof. Itmamul hujjah. 
the path which is available to you. At the same time, be trying to understand if there is anything better. Okay? If you appreciate what you have, but look for anything that might be more pleasing to Allah, that's good. Excuse me, sorry. In this scenario that someone goes and does his research and um, you know, he comes to the conclusion that maybe Christianity is his best religion or you know, he's not convinced by the arguments of Islam, so would this believe like kufr al-juhud or would he no. be basar? No, if he's really submissive to and open to the truth and he has done his best, that's okay, that's it. Accepted, excused. So, the first question is answered. That it is not that lack of faith is going to lead necessarily to punishment. Either lack of faith in Islam or lack of faith in Shia Islam. If that person doesn't have faith because of a stubbornness, arrogance, or not bothering about the truth, okay, that's another issue. But if he's a person who's trying to please God or trying to follow logical order and understand the truth for some reason, he's not yet convinced, he's not been able to understand, then he may not be punished, he might be excused. Who falls in the first category or second category? Again, we don't decide. Okay? The second thing is that ikhlas or sincerity is a condition for acceptance of deeds. Because sincere intention is very important. But this needs a good discussion. Maybe uh, how much we have? No, no, ten minutes. Are you okay? Ten minutes? Okay. Those who attended Akhlaq of first year. Sheikh, sorry, one minute. One minute? Yeah. Okay, inshallah, we continue next week. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alam.